98. We're recording. Do we have an intro? No, oh, yeah, we do. You're listening to Why Out on the Wing. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. RSA? RSA on that? What are we up to for Way Out in the Wing today? Uh, we're just recording a few ads. Yeah, are we doing any football homework? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. we are. We're catching up on a few players of the results of the round. Uh, Worm's not here yet. Do you want to fill in for Worm tonight? Yes, I do. Rightio, we're going to hit record button now. We're going to do a impromptu Way Out in the Wing. Ned and I are going to cover it off. Stuff Worm, stuff Derek. It's all us tonight. We can sing songs too, we can do karaoke. You never close your eyes any... Alright, maybe not. Let's go. Ah, welcome to Way Out in the Wing, Ned. Stuff <laughs> How was your weekend, mate? It was good, thank you. Yeah, you filling in the hot seat for the worm today. We don't know where he is, he hasn't turned up on time, so... We've drafted you in. We're expecting, everyone's expecting big things. Not that Worm sets a level that high. No. No, no. You've got, you got a few football ideas you want to throw at us, don't yeah, you? I do. Oh, I tell you what, what an introduction that is. I was wondering, oh, you muted me now. Now you've muted me as well. What's going on? I don't think so. There we go. Uh, How good's that? Just. Alternate intro. Jumped. Yeah. Jumped, That's what we need. Gone. Had Ned out here today, school holidays. He said, "Can we can we do way out in the wing?" I said, "Absolutely." <laughs> no, don't don't quit your day job, Ned. Oh, it sounds very echo with yeah, Ned, does, doesn't, doesn't it? Yeah, um, stick to school, young man. But uh, no, not too bad. Maybe when I actually am the one thing available. The one thing we didn't do was this. We couldn't uh, crack a little can of Pepsi or something. Oh no, didn't. Worming, how was your weekend? We're back. Mate, I, had, I was ready for a big intro then, and Ned's just <laughs> jumped straight in. I had a great intro ready. Oh, well, I, too I bad. All, all week. Too bad. Everyone's not going to know what's, uh, what's on this week, except Ned and I. Yeah, well, there we go. I'm thrown. I'm just- Good. I'm not sure what's going uh, on now. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Was it football-based? It was football-based. No soccer anymore. So, uh, Saturdays, I've got my Saturdays back. Uh, what, a, what a morning to choose not to... You are recording. Yeah. What a morning to choose not to have to worry about going out to Churchill Park. It was pretty, pretty chilly from all reports out there. So, I went out... I ventured out to Georgetown. Well, sorry. Ventured out to Shark Park and watched... I did a, see that. I was very surprised when I saw yeah. a tweet come through. Watched a bit of uh, Georgetown, the Saners versus the Sharks, Hillwood, at Shark Park and... Um, not a bad, not a bad game of footy. Uh, I, I went to watch our uh, former, I suppose, teammate. Did we play a game with Sean? I'm not sure, but he he, he was injured anyway. Blew his calf. Old, old man, man did that old, at training lane work mm, on a Tuesday old, old night. Old man injury, so he was yelling. Saw him walking to the, the streets boards. with a very fashionable uh, calf sleeve. Of course, he would have. Yeah, been. RRCM Tucker. Yeah. So anyway, um, it was good out there. Georgetown got the win to cement their spot up the top. Uh, a couple of things from that. I saw Scotty Rigby and Damian Jones. They were there. They. Uh, on board They listen It's got any like the feedback about uh, his lack of shorts No he didn't say anything But uh, I reckon they're they're on board the Saints I reckon they've jumped on I think everyone is I was stirring about that So uh, had a quick chat to them But also Canteen watched some great chips and gravy uh, But served in a little Like a, a little square container dish Not the chip packet So the So you got more value for money or not? I don't know I think yeah, really not sure. I didn't do a weight to weight to price ratio. Um, Great. Gravy options, sauce gra- options. Uh, gravy went the gravy. Good gravy. gravy. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, the gravy was nice. Nothing to complain about. Nothing to go. I'm going back for that again. You know, as in making a a special trip up there. But it was still it was doable. I mean, you're gonna mm, okay. yeah. There were good chips and gravy at um, Beaconsfield on Sunday morning. Uh, at the, at the um, canteen, how yeah. did you how did you like your coffee? <laughs> okay, uh, well, I 
I was, as long as uh, it had caffeine in it. I was walking walking out of the change rooms and Wildis was having a chat. And I said, mate, you want a coffee? He said, yeah. I said, what do you want? Latte, cappuccino, anything, anything. I'm like, no worries. So I got over to the van and I said to the lady, I'll grab two extra strong lattes, please. And she grabbed a little, one of the little small takeaway containers and had um, soy. Skinny soy. No, no, it had soy um, chai on it. Skinny? And I said, can you leave that on there? But just making a latte. She said, oh, what, what do you mean? I said, oh, just to stitch up my mate. It was cold enough and, and that I would have put, taken it. And put skinny on it. So, she had a skinny soy chai. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway. No, it's good. But we did, didn't have to kick off. No, there's mm. a, we, very heavy frost everywhere, I think. I saw a few photos floating around Launceston of uh, Invermay Park and a, a few other places. A very, very the heavy The lake had frost. frozen over, had it? Hey, well, at Invermay. That might, might have had icebergs on it. It was that cold. <laughs> Uh, yes, very, very cold Sunday morning. So now, mate, um, something I was going to put in the introduction, but we, I got I got bumped <laughs> off that last week. Um, someone, a couple of followers, a couple of um, people have messaged me and said you sp- you alluded to Wildus's decaf drinking habit, but you never actually discussed it, and they were interested to know. So what I've, what I've, was your de- what's your well, decaf just, habit? You're talking never, about. But I'm, a, I'm probably more of a coffee snob than I am a beer snob. And decaf has the connotations of not being the greatest coffee, but I've managed to stumble upon a really good quality decaf. I can't even remember the brand or whatever it is. Well, no, no, we but don't it actually, pump up brands. But it actually, it actually genuinely tastes like you're drinking normal coffee. Okay. It just doesn't give you the buzz. Right. Like I've got at the moment. Yes. Yeah, you <laughs> stuffed up tonight, didn't you? <laughs> did had a little, had a little late th- coffee thinking did, the tour was on. I did and, think uh, the Tour de France was on tonight until I was halfway through the coffee. And I realised that it's a transit day, so they're not actually riding tonight. So, I'm trying to just cancel out that caffeine with a little bit of God's nectar. Excellent. Now, how was your weekend, mate? Did you? Uh, what did you get up to? Any footy? Did you get out I and didn't, watch any footy? On Saturday, I was uh, partaking in some birthday celebrations in a very, very thick fog out at Longford, uh, which I think it revolved around Perth as well and a bit of, fair bit of the Northern Midlands and things. I saw a photo coming out of the Perth football ground, uh, old, old Scotch versus Perth, that uh, the goal umpires couldn't see each other end to end and actually had to communicate with the field umpire really? to confirm or confirm the decisions at the end of each quarter. How long? Uh, how far did... I mean, if you're the goal umpire and a ball just starts coming in at... Over your head at 55 metres. What was well, the I distance? Think, uh, well, I think it might have been around that, around 50 metres. Okay. Which doesn't, which makes you wonder why we use white flags in those conditions. Not fluoro. Well, I don't, well, potentially, well, why not just, like the aircraft, bringing the aircraft, waving ah. the, those. Some, Is that a good some, look? Some lights, some beams. She saw that at the State of Origin, they had light up goalposts. There you go. Did you see that? Why no, isn't no, the I AFL... Because that was at Western, it was in uh, Optus, Optus Stadium. They're pretty smart over there. Technology. A bit like, uh, bit like the cricket wickets when there's yeah, a, the bales, um, yeah, the zinger bales, bales and, the, yeah. and the stumps and T Twenty and stuff like that. Why can't we? Why can't the AFL introduce that? We have light up goalposts when the ball hits it. Maybe. Hello. Hello. Here, here we go. Here first. Here we go. Wing. Here we go. Should we have? Uh, Trademarked and patented that but, idea. Well, we haven't we haven't um, launched the episode yet, so still still this will pl- be out tonight. Still plenty of time, mate. Still plenty of time. Hey, young fella, do you listen to Way Out in the Wing? Oh yeah. You should get your dad and your mum and your brother and sister all onto it. They love it. Would they? Yeah, they get, they love canteen. If they want to know where the best saveloys and stuff are, you got to get them onto it on the car way to the footy games and stuff. Listen to. Way out on the wing with Wildus and Worm. And what are we going to do? Let's, Let's rip. Wing Radar. Plenty on the radar. Plenty on the radar today, Wildus. One thing we did fail to mention last week... As far as radar went, Skip Childs, our little bath. We alluded to it on the socials. We but did. I haven't yet put together the video. Uh, Skip Childs, Jade Childs, most people would know him around the North of the state, plays for South Launceston. Very good contributor to the local community. 
uh, doing his month of ice baths for loaves and fishes charity out of Devonport, uh, trying to raise about five thousand bucks. I think it was. I think he was getting somewhere close. We I, would, w- I would have given him five thousand to get if I had it to get out of that ice bath that we jumped in with. It was cold. Well, as it says in the video uh, that we will put up, there's very few things that take the v- the voice out of us. And at one point, I ha- I have actually gone through the video and I hear myself give a very, very high-pitched response to a question. Well, I didn't realise, but you both had the, the chairs on the other side. I didn't see that. So, I've jumped in from the front as you've jumped in, but wasn't able to lower myself in and have just gone... Straight down, it was uh, it was chilly. It took my breath away. As Jade said, he said, "Just slow, slow it down. Breathe, well, breathe. Take you know, your time. You, and you snooze, you lose." Mm. Anyway, we've, we went from ice baths to fire baths. Did Gilly uh, send you the photo? Did you see the tweet uh, yes, about yes, the the fire that. bath up at uh, up at Queenstown? So well, that over was, at Queenstown. Well, up upish. <laughs> if you look at a map, uh, it was definitely up there. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the Q-Town Crows mm. burnt into it. It was mm. very good. I've got a couple of um, steel baths floating around here that we use as, as uh, ice baths for beers, well, not for people. Well, but I did think, fire, actually, fire I did think bath. maybe that's a, a good option for a fire pit. I was about to say you'd fill it up and heat it up, but no. It'll so, well done, well done to, uh, to Skip. Uh, he's doing a fantastic job. He, he is. He does, uh, he does some crazy things. But uh, that was one fantastic thing to raise a bit of cash for. Now, some what, what, flagged on, what flagged on your radar? Well, I'll tell you what flagged on my radar. There's a fair bit. Do we want to have a look at some results over the week? Uh, well, actually, I tuned in today. Fantastic, the, the uh, technology. I tuned in to Clutch TV, watched the live stream of the under 16 boys played the Brisbane Lions. So they had a, a strong showing against Brisbane the, Lions, Queensland. Yeah, Brisbane Lions. Brisbane. Yeah. The strong show against obviously an academy side, something like that. Yeah, North Northern Territory last week and made it. Yeah, two from two today. They defeated the Lions by, uh, I think it was just under twenty points. So the streaming was great. It was a goalless or scoreless first quarter. No one, no one scored. Was then, it good football? Uh, was it tight? And- at patches there were some good skills, and then at patches there were some pretty bad skills. So. Um, yeah, it was it was it was good to watch to see how these you know they're only fifteen years of age, so we've got to cut them a bit of slack. Um, Tassie boys kicked away five five goals to one in the second quarter to take uh, command of the game, and then yeah, Brisbane outscored them in the third, but then Tassie jumped again in the last quarter and yeah, ran one out of the, nineteen point. One wins. of the Tassie boys that's playing, Cullen Jeffrey, big Jiffy's young fella. Oh, is it? Oh, mm. there you go. Yeah, notice that. Uh, good on him during the day. I don't, he didn't feature in the best, but uh, Jackson Thorpe and Riley Banks kicked three each. And then Max Roney and Blake Harper, Harry McLeod, they all got plenty of the pill. Well done, boys. 20, two out so of two. It's a good effort. It is. Um, did you see the, obviously, the Tassie AFL push? We'll allude to that in this episode. But um, did you see the AFL record? The big, the big front page. So, yes, and I did. With the spread and the map. The Tassie jumper. I, they've moved that. That's Tassie map has historically been sort of on the centre. So, almost more stomach than chest. That image positioned at bang on the chest, which I reckon it looked fantastic. Look good. There is, I would challenge, it would have to be an incredibly fantastic design to top that. I I don't know why we have to think outside the the square. Stick with it. Did you listen to the Believer's... Um, podcast with Alistair Clarkson and Albie Nicholson. Yes. So his concept was uh, obviously throwing it open to the public about what whether we're called the the devils. Similar or the, to what the Jack Jumpers did. Yeah. And yeah. and likewise, his suggestion was, and I don't know if he was fence sitting for the for the sake of fence sitting, but he said throw it open to the public. What jumper do we want? He did sort of allude to the traditional colours. Yep. Which I would have thought, well, if we're going traditional colours, why don't what, what in God's name? Why wouldn't we go for the traditional yeah. strip? Yeah, oh, it, you're right. It's going to be something pretty big that beats that beats the strip, um, and and probably the name. Maybe are we are we stuck on the Devils? Is that where it's at? I did see one <laughs> a design that had the Tasmanian the running chickens. 
Um, oh, the turbo chooks. The turbo chooks. <laughs> the Tasmanian so, turbo chooks. Yeah, so I don't know if that, that yeah. happens. Uh, speaking of AFL or AFLW, the draft last Wednesday. We secured four, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, four Tassie girls picked up. Uh, so congratulations to Claire Ransom, pick 34. Uh, Megan Daff- uh, Gaffney, pick 66. Maddie Brazendale, pick 77. And then we're going to claim a Lily Johnson uh, went for pick eight. She's currently playing in South Australia with West Adelaide, but... Formerly a Latrobe and Devonport girl, junior back there. So, well done to those girls. Um, Interestingly, how many of those went to North Melbourne? Uh, none. No. No. Very interesting. So, North Melbourne, the w- women's team, has a, has a strong footprint down here. Uh, and the partnership between Tasmania and North Melbourne is still, according to Jeremy Webberley, the state development coach, still uh, really strong despite none of the four Tasmanian girls being taken in the AFL draft. So how many, I mean, obviously, you know, North Melbourne, you're going to try and pick the best players that are available. How many picks did they have after? I'm sure in in a roundabout sort of way, North North Melbourne side has not priority access, but has a fair bit to do with those girls to begin with, both from almost from an academy point of view. Yeah, so the girls can, they can, if they're asked, nominate to be only picked up through the academy, so only picked up by North Melbourne, and I don't think any of them did that. I know last year Ella Maurer did. Um, or, well, she, she, Ella did. Um, So she knew she was going to get picked up by North Melbourne. And, you know, who knows what pick. But So, North had five picks but failed to take a Tasmanian. Yeah, okay. So, but the relationship's mm, still is there strong. Something, is there something no, yeah, you're alluding to no, there? No, not really. No, okay. Just thought that it's, it, it, yeah, we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what, else, what, have, what else have you got, mate? Uh, there was the big, the Tasmania deal for the US AFL. Uh, yeah. Branding on the yep. football there, the official partner of the United States Australian Football League for its 2022-23 season, uh, the 25th anniversary of the USAFL. Um, we've thrown some funds in to Huge get the brand dollars. Tasmania uh, printed on the footies. Pr- well, you say printed. <laughs> well, the... Sticky tape. Well, yeah, there was some very... It was almost paper mache type... Sticker planted on there for the for the press photos and stuff, but yeah, look, it's what was it twenty k twenty thousand dollars thrown the way, and we sort of we're not sure how many viewers and everything they get over well, there. But when was the last time you looked at a football that wasn't on the desk of a television program, like in, during a game, and saw the the brand the, branding, the logo? Yeah, no, never. And so I put some feelers out to the USAFL just to see whether we could. Um, just establish how long this um, seed had been sown right. or whatever. Yep. Uh, and no one could tell me anything. Oh. Not sure. I don't think I might have been a bit like Telstra or something, just flicked around departments. <laughs> so. Rightio. But, yeah, oh, very interesting. interesting. I think we might have floated that idea. A while back. A little bit tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> Seems as those people are listening and mm. well, hey, very interestingly... We must send some wine, a fair bit of wine, to uh, uh, the US because at the press conference was- We is in Tasmania. Tasmania. Yep. The Premier was obviously there, but uh, the wine Tasmania rep was there. I would have thought that, you know, you've got a local footy podcaster <laughs> here, you've got a, a brewer and stuff. It might have sort of you married it up. in, did you? But married mm. it up and it could have sort of hit a few um, balls lace out. To, Do you get many sales to the, the Premier? US? Uh, it's increasing market. Increasing, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it's well, got to start somewhere. That's good. Hey, um, had a had a good chat with Gilly. We alluded to his fire bath photo that he sent earlier on. He said he had an absolute belter of a time up at Queenstown. Asked where we were. We promised him a trip away and still haven't been but able no to do it. No point I, was I committal to that. I blamed you anyway. I said I was keen, but, I, you know, we, we do things as a pair, apart from obviously the intro tonight. But uh, <clears throat> anyway... He said uh, the president of Queenstown Footy Club, very keen for the fellas to hang around. He offered them a beer after and just as they were about to finish that, he ran to the bar and got them another. They said, no, 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 we can't, we can't. So he's very hospitable. Um, what else would, where would they have been going otherwise? Home, I think. So Oh, they weren't staying the night? No, they didn't stay. They did it in a day. That's a big trip. So oh, that's part of it. You got to stay. Hey, hold on, we can't say anything, mate. We haven't done even a trip. Right, so. I've already said mm. it's on the record. Mm. I was non-committal. 
Mm. But anyway, he said they had great hospitality. One of the highlights, he said, Joshy Newson, a.k.a. Flea, kicked one goal eight to halftime. So he wasn't didn't quite have the radar on, but then... Well, he's either crap or he's taking shots. He well, shouldn't. Well, he came back and ended up kicking 10 goals, 10. So... That's that, a big second yeah, half. Yeah, takes his tally to 74 goals for the year. So the Flea, not a bad nickname. Don't mind that. Don't mind a bit of uh, Did you see the bit in the week about shower cubicles? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did because you, you shared it with me. I have only written that because there's a, there's a deep hole we could go down here. But oh, I think we're, oh, very, we're very much in the camp of... Get rid of the shower curtains. There should not be a shower curtain or a cubicle. Well, we were so far in the camp of that that <laughs> we almost knocked a, a hole... With a sledgehammer. With a sledgehammer between... To join up the other cubicle. The other. We had eight. And after grand final celebrations, eight weren't, an, eight, eight weren't enough. So we almost got a sledgehammer in between the two visitors and the home teams. Thank God we didn't. Well, we wouldn't... The club wouldn't be at the NTFA anymore if that... NTCA. NTCA, if that... Uh, probably not in the well, NTFA we did either. Well, we used to hook up a big sound system. We had the setup. Waterproof speakers. Yeah. May or may not have got kegs. some kegs of beer in there. Uh, karaoke. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I can understand what's why. What's the shower culture like now, do you think? I can understand why there are cubicles and stuff, but because club rooms are now shared, or, or those facilities are now shared by a multitude of teams, both junior and senior. Yeah, that's right. So I can understand why they're there, but from our point of view, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably all we need to say about that. Yeah. Uh, the other night I was down at uh, NTCA, speaking of. Yep. Very weird Thursday night after training activity. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, one of the boys lost a wedding ring, or should I say the coach lost a wedding ring? One of the boys rolled out, realised that he had a wedding ring on, gave it to the coach. Can you look after this for me? Look after you know. this. I don't want it on, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, went to get it from the coach at the end of training. Coach went into his pocket and not there. Gone. Dropped out. So it yep. was like, well, all right, everyone go out. Let's go and have a look. Still, still hasn't been found. Good luck telling that it. one to the missus. Mm. Good luck, so, Alex. It's a very, very intriguing sight on a Thursday night. Lights are still on. Everyone's had dinner and stuff, but we've still got 25-odd people walking around the ground. I don't know how many of them were looking hard. No, they're on their phones, heads or, down. Or whether or not it was just a token walkout. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. <laughs> you just did that <laughs> take a video and but no. be able to show it. Hey, some interesting results on, uh, on Saturday. Across a few uh, associations, bit of an well, upset with Hutchins inflicting doses first yeah, loss of the season. Twenty eight points. The Roosters lost by Harrison Bryant kicked six in a great game. Uh, from all reports, George Burberry absolutely dominated across Forward half or back, back, half back, half back. Yep, and uh, Marcus Davies also uh, amongst the best. So. Um, yeah, a bit of an upset there. And then likewise, another upset in the SFL women's with Glenorchy, uh, fresh off the signing of former AFL player Ash Guest, defeating top of the table North Hobart by just six points. So that's a massive coup for Glenorchy Footy Club. Um, they could probably do with a few few massive they coups need, in the, in the men's, and we'll, well. Get, we'll get to that. Um, but the former yeah, GWS Melbourne and Western Bulldogs star, Ash uh, Guest, yeah, signed on for... The rest of the season. So, you know, that's pretty good. She's played about 40 games across five seasons for AFLW, so plenty of experience. I think she played last year for the Bulldogs. So, obviously, that's had an immediate impact, defeating the undefeated North Hobart. You mentioned Glenorchy. It was a pretty comical result uh, in the TSL with yeah. top versus bottom. Yeah. Launceston coming out 228-point winners. Over a very lacklustre Glenorchy. Yeah, look, they are. They're, they're obviously struggling. Kicked one goal for the game. Yeah, they're, they're struggling at the moment. And, and look, they are a really important club for Tassie footy. Uh, rich heritage, big rivalry with my old club, Clarence. And hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, I have heard on the grapevine they're putting in some great foundations at... Uh, junior level, uh, also with their volunteers and, and putting some stuff in place with coaches. So, you know, fingers crossed for a quick turnaround. Probably not going to be real quick, but hopefully they can, you know, start mm. the rebuild. So we don't uh, wanna, we don't want to see clubs like that, no, especially in a not. state league, 
you know, really struggling. Uh, also, Lauderdale locked in uh, third spot, uh, running over the- Which I'm, I'm going to call Lauderdale locking in third spot. Okay. Uh, on the ladder. Uh, running over the top of North Orney. Over um, Clarence. Uh, yes. Mm, okay. Uh, and the, Sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. Beg your pardon. My mistake. I've read ahead of my <laughs> notes. Uh, Tigers locking in second spot. Yeah. Okay. I reckon that one's yep. done and dusted. Yep. Lauderdale not so much third. Uh, with Kieran Lovell inspiring their win over Clarence. Mm. Very mm. good. Yeah, They're in good form, the Tigers. Fluff, I like them. Fluff sent me a text about that game. What did, he have to, what did you have to say there, Fluffy? Uh, it was, he said... Uh, Tigers, Clarence, good first quarter, free-flowing, played between the arc from quarter time to the end, Lovell and Cole show. See, we do our research. Thanks, Fluff. Uh, No games in the SFL. Uh, Anything in the Masters? How are the pigskins going this year? Uh, Falling off the the perch, haven't seen that. Falling off the radar. Yep. Uh, A couple of good games in circular head. A couple of close. Oh, hang on. We've gone a long way north there. Oh, I'm just running all over. ODFA. Tyler Ford coming off 24 goals the week before. Very disappointing. Only seven goals this weekend. Yeah, I'd be dropping uh, him. In Bothwell's... I'd, I'd be um, dropping him. <laughs> in Bothwell's uh, easy win over Campania. And in the Battle of Dirt, Campbelltown versus Mount Pleasant. Yep. Um, Campbelltown got over the uh, line by two and a half goals. But guess what? What, what have we got on Dirt? Dirt, dirt didn't even play. Ah. Uh, what was he doing? And has evidently... Gone AWOL. Right. I have this from uh, Matt Shuey, his best mate. Yep. Okay. I did ask, is Dirt injured? Um, He said, the big man's got to admit AWOL. We played the game beforehand and he wasn't present. Found out later that he even forgot about the blue and blue Mount Pleasant ball. Not the blue and blue ball. So, uh, and I asked the question whether or not he's potentially loved up. He said, if he has, it's... it's, uh, Done a good job to keep it secret from his best mate. The only loves the great dirt have are a Bundy rum, a cigarette, John Deere tractors, and way out wing. <laughs> uh, one, so of, one of dirt's just, four loves. I just wonder whether we might need to... You just mentioned before about a potential road trip. Hmm. Maybe we just need to go and stir the hornet's nest and light a little just, fire. Just get, let's right. get a little firecracker well, under dirt. Let's get in contact with him and... See where he is. Let's get to the bottom of this and find out, yeah, where dirt's uh, where dirt's been. So, oh, yeah, oh, great decision that one. Now, listen, at way out in the wing, we want to build a community, a community of local footy devotees, but we can't do that alone. At the moment, you, the listener, are simply an audience. But the cool thing about what we want to do at Way Out in the Wing is to be that thriving community. A footy voice piece that brings all of you like-minded and hugely passionate individuals together. And that's pretty powerful in a largely regional volunteer space that is local Tassie footy. So we want to bring you together. Let us know what's happening at your club, in your league or region, so that we can let Australia know about it. Send us a picture of your teammates' rude training attire. The shot of goal that they mucked up on the weekend. Let us know what your canteen excels at. Hashtag canteen watch. Or what events, fundraisers or reunions you've got on. Hit us up on the socials. At Way Out Wing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Or flick us an email. Wing at gmail.com. So we can let everyone know just what's happening at grassroots level. Am I allowed to talk about Circular Head now? Yes, I know go for it. Got, I was just going to say. I've got my notes here for it. Oh, that was a, a good comp this week. A couple of great games. You go, mate. You got more than me. I was just uh, saying well, two it, points and three points. In the tot, second place red part, uh, after being goalless and 31 points down at quarter time, stormed home to fall just short of ladder leader Irish Town. Very good. Very good game from all reports. Uh, and likewise in the other game, which saw third place Scotch Town hang on in a thriller mm. by three points over Forest Stanley. So Irish, uh, Irish Town sit uh, clear in first. Red par, Scotch Town, Forest Stanley, as the ladder goes. Good for a four-team comp. Yeah. When you got Close. results Absolutely. driven like that. That's what you want. 
Similar to King Island. Ah, the, the, my, <laughs> note, my note's coming up next. Yeah. Far, uh, far one point win, grassy. In almost boys. no breeze, no. no showers, no thunder. No cubicles. And actual sh- sunshine. Uh, oh, no for, shower cubicles. For, for the first July game this week. Uh, grassy went into the final term behind for the first time this year. Uh, and youngster Tyler Hudson slotted a late goal in the final term to see Grassy hang on by a solitary um, point. I don't know about your research there. I think it was Aaron Wardlaw, wasn't it? The no. Kick, the last one? You the backman? Re- you want to read the re- read Yarn's the report. report? Are you sure? Yep. Oh, okay. Yarn, can you help us out and let us know? I thought it was Aaron Wardlaw, the backman, piped up in the last few minutes to kick oh, his second. I've got it just here. Yeah. What does it say? What's yeah, it say? beg your pardon. It does say Wardlaw. <laughs> Where did I get Hudson from? There it is. Worm one, Wildus none. Anyway, mate, you're, you're allowed to make the odd mistake here and there. Oh, I'm blaming Yarn. You're probably watching the maybe the under-18s. Maybe you're reading no, the No, no, no. Well. Page 19, it says. Did you not read page 19? <laughs> <laughs> page 19. That'd be, half, that'd be halfway there. through the report. <laughs> yarn does a very, very in-depth... Uh, report on it's the blow by it's, blow, it's, effectively. It is pretty much. It's awesome. Um, hey, uh, in Launceston, lots of one-sided games across the NTFA comp over the weekend. Although OLs and Bridge North played out a thriller at Invermay Park for the women's, uh, the home side finishing just two points uh, in front. So that was good. Uh, like I said, went out to see Hillwood and Georgetown play. Um, so, Georgetown, yeah, still in the hunt for that minor premiership. Equal second now, uh, one game behind Bracknell. So, they're... they're um, equal second with Rocha. Yeah, yeah. So, that's uh, who, in, they, who they smashed the week before. In TFL, Devonport, a convincing win over second place Penguin to remain undefeated. Uh, the perennial Nick uh, Milburn bagging four goals. So, it's, it's going to be hard to see Devonport being knocked off the perch. And unless they capitulate in finals, back to back, I reckon they're going to go back to back. We're going to we'll have to try and get out to that granny. That was a good day. That was a good day. Yeah, we, like, we might have to get in early to get into the wet area. Uh, yes, that's that right. We'd have a lot. Well, probably the best supported wet area I've seen. T- Can bar that uh, that we've ever seen. It was massive. Um, while we're out that way, mate, the northwest coast, uh, East Alvey and Sprayton played out a ripper in the NWFA. East Alvey getting the win by less than a goal. Uh, Troy Purton kicked five for the Crows. So, well done to him and the team. And they are, yeah, humming along. Um, they're all the results for me, mate. I've got plenty of correspondence oh, well, that's come through let's uh, dive into this it. week. So, firstly, received a thanks from Simon Walker in relation to his young fella Hamish. The umpiring efforts over the last weekend, he said... Um, yeah, he was really pumped with that. So, Hamish, hope you had another good game, mate, on the weekend. I was, Just I was told that he may have done under-18s on the weekend. Wow. There you go. Yeah. All right. Which is an incredible step up. Man, that's progr- That's At that rate, you're, um, he's umpiring he's AFL, AFL in three grand, weeks' time. Grand final. I reckon he's grand final AFL for a, for a chance. Simon, can you confirm that for us, yeah, mate, whether us. he did 18s? Um, and whether he's keen to do AFL grand final. <laughs> uh, John from Sheffield sent us a DM, uh, said he can't believe a bloke who hosts a Tassie footy podcast got confused between Tony Shaw and Robert <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> yep. Uh, sorry, John. Slight blonde moment for me there. Uh, the Lion that family. Was embarrassing. The Lion family got in touch. Yes. Uh, a group message and said, Wildus, can you please stop speaking over and interrupting Worm so much? Well, it's, it's part of our double act. It's just, just what happens. Just, oh, you even heard on the start of this episode, I got Ned in on the act. <laughs> just, just passing it on. Uh, Foxy's back. I think he got a bit jealous that someone else is sending us emails, <laughs> so he's back. He wanted to make a comment that he found the halftime interviews with players and coaches in the AFL a complete and utter waste of time. Do you know what? I see that across all sports. Except? What? The NBA. No, I just... And Nick, we have, and Nick Kyrgios. He's, uh, he's, can we, no, actually, can we add him no, to the list? No, way. Yeah, well, no way. we're adding no, him to the list. No, no. So... This day and age, professional yeah. sportsmen, the media has access to them almost twenty four seven. Yeah, but and, it's and not- what, rightly or wrongly, okay. Yeah. yeah. When a player is in the, let's take an AFL game, a two, let's say a three hour period, 
of playing football, let them play football. So I know. So you're saying scrap the interviews. Scrap altogether. the interviews. Yeah. This is why we have commentators or ex-players special comments and stuff. You're not. You're, you, we don't need that access. I know it's an added thing. Well, Foxy's comment is probably along those lines. He said he finds them a complete waste of time. He said they're all just the same stuff. Respect to the opponents, predictable things, talk about, you know. Did, he said it, it doesn't add anything, so why do it? Th- there was a thing, Mark Howard did one with Harry Mackay, like 30 minutes before a game the other week, a Carlton game, asking him dumbass questions about what TV show do you enjoy watching at the couch on at home and stuff and yeah. What if one of your teammates left and went to another team? How would you play it? Yeah. Here's a bloke getting paid X oh. amount of dollars to kick goals and play footy, and you're asking him. Which that's oh, it's on with Hayden. It is. It's which, a waste of time. which goes down the path further of commentators commentate the game, don't provide opinion. We have special comments, guys or girls. Daisy Pierce being the best in the land. She's the best of the her side. observation and articulation of what's actually happening in a game. Then you got buffoons like Brian, Brian Taylor and James Brayshaw that over-commentate the game. Just call it, fellas. That's that's why the best commentators in the game are Tim Lane, Jared Waitley, Alistair Nicholson, because they actually articulate what is occurring. They don't provide an opinion. They're not mel- uh, over-dramatising it. They're just calling the football beautifully. They're painting a picture. You're sounding very oh, passionate about this. this. No, 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 no. I feel that this is going to morph into your NTJFA finals commentating career. And, and from there, it's just Local gonna- football is different. Oh. We need to. That's where you really- That's where- that's where you apply your trade and work out the highs and lows of commentating, much like much like local football. Well, if, if you've heard Wilders critique the AFL commentators, so if you're looking forward to critiquing us commentating, just listen in to the NTJFA. No one critiques us. NTJFA. We are untouchable. <laughs> uh, I love it. Does your dad like footy? Yeah, my dad loves playing footy. Well, then he should listen to Why Out on the Wing. Oh, what's Will- that? It's a footy podcast with Wilderson and Word. Oh, that sounds really good. I should get my dad to listen to it. You definitely should. Do they talk about canteens and stuff? Oh, 100%. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm going to get my dad onto it and even me mum. That sounds great. Yeah, thanks for letting me know, mate. No worries. Um, mate, any anything else on your radar? Actually, I did hear. On- <laughs> you asked me the question, and then yeah, I did. But I've, <laughs> I've got one more thing. I heard. Uh, so who was who was I speaking to about this a couple of weeks ago? I forgot to mention it. Uh, the salary cap model for Tasmania uh, is apparently full steam ahead for possibly next year. Um, so this is where they're going to set salary caps for the major competitions. So I'm presuming. State League, obviously, but then maybe filter down to, I would probably say, SFL and Old Boys in Hobart, uh, the NTFA. Old Boys are paying players, are they? Oh, well, I I think it's- I thought that was the amateurs. That's what I thought. It's called the Old Scholars, so I don't know if- I think that's just- Yeah. I mean, mate, I I think we all know they're paid down there. So, anyway, your thoughts on that? How do you think that might- Work Great in concept. Yeah. Good luck policing it. So, I've heard they're going to put some pretty good resources behind it. Oh, we hear and, this and, all and, the time. And, you know, like, um, I mean- Who do you who, hear it from? Oh, I'm just, I'm, I've had a bit of, bit of goss from some people in associations down in Hobart. Have you spoken so, to AFL- to, uh, No, no, no. no this AFL Taz House, no, have you? No, this is from someone in the leagues who have said they've, they've had a NRL. few conversations. I'm not- No, I'm not-, not, not divulging my sources okay. but um anyway it'll be interesting to see so i will they you know will they tier the comps will they say obviously we've got tier one state league and then under that tier two tier three and you might be you know 100 grand 75 grand 50 whatever it is or will they say Mate, here's your i don't care what model they bring in or how they want to police it but the only way it's going to work is if you have the best players playing the best competition well i think that's what it'll hopefully because at the moment 
if you're suggesting that players are being paid at old scholars level, well, they're obviously going to make more there. And that's why they're playing in old scholars instead of a SFL or yeah. even a TSL, which is- so, so, this is where it needs to be. This is- you, you hit the nail on the head. It needs to be policed or, you know, however it's, however it's monitored, it needs to be done- Really, really well, and they which need to is, put resources. Which is into really, that. really difficult to do. Well, I suppose it, you say it is, but if you're getting to the point where administrators are starting to have to, I don't know, you know, sign statutory declarations to say this is what we're paying, and you're getting a bit of strife if you if you're lying about it, then <coughs> maybe there's you know there's well, merit to it. So anyway, the the club, the people in Clubland that I spoke to about this, um, still not. 100% sure, but they've had some good input. So, I don't think it's being something that is being pushed from above. I think it's everyone for the sustainability of their own comps is really on board. It, it. It's probably also, a few outliers. What it will also do is, is it'll it'll keep the older players um, in, in those legs. So, you look at – I had this conversation uh, with a fellow football um, tragic mm. on Saturday – Look at why Launceston is so successful at the moment as a football team. Look at their leadership group. They've got, they would have, I don't know, eight to 10 players at 27 years of age and above. So, for all intents and purposes, they're men. Yep. Okay. You look at someone like a North Launceston. Glenorchy. exactly. Mm. Matt Joseph there would be easily the most senior player. Under that, Falls away quick. Falls away quickly. So you've yep. now got boys playing. Yeah. And then the twofold, they're playing against other men, against someone like a Launceston, and you get 228 point drumming. But they're also not learning. So those Glenorchy guys are no, not learning. Pretty good, from, co- pretty good coach, though. Absolutely. So but there's learning, only but so much. But you, yeah. you put. Look at the young guys. You can't learn much when you don't have the footy. Look at the young guys at Launceston and what they're learning off their senior, senior. core players. That's where that leadership group uh, exists. And so that's a practical example of the slow demise of statewide uh, and the lack of men playing at that highest level. Now, I would only hope that we bring in these, what do you call them? Salary caps. Salary caps, caps yep. Which aren't actually even salary caps, so salary incentives. No, no, no. Whereby it's a, it, it, it's a cap. It says yeah. that these clubs cannot spend more than X amount of dollars. No, but I reckon they're going to be ho- – that. well, they'll be tiered. So, the salary incentives, because the higher leagues will have a higher salary cap, obviously. So, yep. you're able to then spend more yep. to attract those better players. Yep. Otherwise, w- w- it's just going to go further and further and further to the point where yep. – and w- it's already happened with the DLs being changed from – Reserves to a development league and yep. effectively being under twenty three. Yeah, so. I, I, I think it will. I don't. I don't think your. I don't think your SFLs or your NTFA premiers or your NWFLs are going to have a same salary cap as a state league. In fact, I think it would be significantly less. Probably not fifty percent, but probably somewhere between sixty to seventy percent. I reckon of that that point. Um, and well, then you're going to have leagues under that that are, you know, further down. So you're not going to be able to afford, for instance, uh, you know, if a Josh Green wants to play um, footy for your club, well, he's going to potentially be priced out of a third tier division. You know, let's call it that third tier association. And you know, if he in a second tier association, they're not going to be able to get many other players. Um, depending on you know, depending That's on if how the much. payments are all above board. Yeah, and then, then that comes to the policing of it, of course. So, oh, well, it just it means that the landscape's going to change. I'd love amongst to. I'd actually love, football in Tasmania. I'd actually love to speak to someone from AFL Tas and find out how they think they, the they are going to to govern it and police it. it would I wonder be if that's the sort of thing that AFL Tas would, would um, be prepared to give out, given that the more information as you in, give as out- As in the information. Yeah, origin. like how are they going to police it? And then other clubs, certain clubs might look to work around that if they know that sort of information. Don't know. Uh, so, hold on. you saying they won't announce it so that yeah. clubs can't- Yeah, potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, who knows? But landscape will change. Yep. Absolutely, it will. Uh, well, actually- Speaking of speaking of that, landscape will change. Hey, Foxy, he, he had two emails to us. The first one was about the comments we've shut down, but the second one- So, he specifically wrote two emails. He did. So he he, he, did. he said, oh, and follow on. 
His second one, he said, he wants to know where we see AFL in Taz if we don't get an AFL team. Just like our teachers back in primary school, here's a little chance for you to pause, go and do what you were going to do before you started listening to this, or go and grab another cold one, settle back in, and listen. Let's rip. Well, no point holding it off any further. It's time for Derek's Deep Dive. Let's get stuck into it. You're cool, fellas. Mm, maybe we'll have now. To, maybe we'll have to call this Foxy's deep dive. Well, then. it's not because I posed the almost the exact same question yep. prior to you telling me that Foxy had sent me through. So, well, let, let me let me just finish that email from Foxy. No, you can't be said. bothered. No, no, we've got the no, question no, no, here. No, 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 said, no, we've given him enough air time. No, give him a bit more. He said, he said, will North and Hawks still be playing down here, or do we think the government will just pull the funding completely? He would not feel like going along and supporting them personally. He wants to know our thoughts. Well, Derek's deep dive this week. What does the Tasmanian football landscape look like if we don't get an AFL team? Now, this comes on the back of um, presumably presumably AFL Taz and uh, even, even the local leagues have workshopped the scenario whereby we don't get an AFL team. Okay. They have? Oh, well, you would hope they have. You, you workshop. It's or, a bit or, like, a, bit like they, a match committee working out the what ifs. Yeah, the or, bits and pieces. Or are they just so gung ho that it's pushing towards that it is going to happen that they haven't considered it and have time because the state league, uh, the agreement for the state league runs this year and next. So they sort of, even if, if let's just say, the worst case scenario, no, you're not getting an AFL team in Tassie. Really, AFL Taz have 14 months to work out what happens because in the current structure, the TSL will remain. Well, you'd hope that those those scenarios have been workshopped prior to now in the know. 14 months. Would they or would so, they just be gung-ho, full steam ahead, we want an AFL team, this is what we're oh, putting all our time that's and what, resources but that's what, into. But that's what we all want. It's not, it's not mm. suggesting that we don't want it, but this is where the question is asked. What does the Tasmanian football landscape look like if we don't get an AFL right. site? Okay, so, okay so, so they've voted down. Eddie Maguire and, and Tony Cochran have got oh, their way. Come out of the pit. Anyway, they're they're right. out. They're out of the pit. We're out of the pit. And uh, the first thing that will happen, team, right? first, first thing that will happen is our talent drain will go into state. So it's already it's already occurring. It's already and you look at someone like a Lily Johnson playing um, West Adelaide. Yeah, AFLW in Adelaide, and then obviously getting drafted and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's happening there. So why, if you're an elite? Uh, footballer in Tassie with no clear pathway to the top level. Mm-hmm. Okay, why would you stay? Why would you stay? So I, I cannot think of a valid reason. So unle- unless unless the state league one, I'm young and I've got family here and I've got a network and all that. And two, I'm playing in a in the competition that is equal to or just below a VFL. Maybe not VFL, but um, SANFL, QANFL, WAFL. But it's standard. not at the moment. You look. No, at, it's you, not at the moment. But can oh, this is the question? But, but what? No, but that's a that's a what if that will take years to. Let's say at best case scenario, it'll take three years to get the TSL best case scenario. Yep. Up to an echelon of the same ilk. Yep. Th- three years. You turn from a seventeen-year-old to a twenty-year-old. Yep. You only look at someone like a Matt Hansen that's played VFL for years and years mm. and years. So why did Matty go? Uh, did he go? He went to further his football. Okay, yeah, to test his so, football. So, so how did that? Well, we bang on about it. He should have been taken. Should have, but he wasn't. No. So there's plenty of times where they've gone. He has a pretty and good they, resume behind himself. A- a- so that's a recruiter thing. Yeah. At the same time, if he'd, sta- if he'd stayed well, here, though. if someone like a Matt Hansen had stayed here. He would have played, I don't know, even know where he'd be playing now. He, he would have played 200 games somewhere, have had a beautiful decorated career and stuff. Wouldn't have gone anywhere close to it. So, hold on. On that, so po- the pathway, on that, so on the that pathway point, program that we, that we are able to benchmark ourselves on, because at the moment, the way, that, the way that we can benchmark how we're going is how many draftees do we get each year? Because it's a measurable thing. It's not so much what the health of football looks like in Tassie. No, but has that number significantly 
dropped or has it just always been low? No, it's significant. You look at look at what who was drafted in the eighties, seventies, eighties, nineties. And yeah, so I, don't, I, I think it's a different game then. I don't think we can absolutely. compare it. Absolutely. I, I don't 100% think because it, it was then. men playing then when the leagues were stronger. But compared so to the last 10 years. Yeah, it's dropped. Has it? Yeah, you look at the recruiters. Yeah. They know that the TSL is not up to the spec yeah, of what well, they expect. Well, the, actually, the elite players are told that. Yes. They're told if you want to get drafted, or sorry, if you want to increase your chances of getting so drafted, we, so get out of Tassie. So if an AFL team is not um, put into play- our talent drain immediately goes, well, the pathway ends at under-18s or state league football. To push further, I need to go into state. That's okay. the first one. So, I, I've got a quick, I've got a, something on that. If, if we don't have an AFL team, do we continue to fund and pay money to Hawthorne and North Melbourne to come down here and play? Do you think we will continue to do that? Uh, that's a catch twenty two because if we we sort of well have no y- yes or no answer do you reckon we will no 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 I, I I don't know the answer because I think the government's come out and said they won't well they won't but that so that probably falls upon if Tassie doesn't get an AFL side it's almost the start of a slow death of football in Tassie because well then if the government's not going to fund a Hawthorne or North Melbourne deal our the existence of AFL games in the state is pretty much going to go. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden you're not at, um, you haven't got kids being, what's the word? Exposed to the the top echelon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, unfortunately, that's where other sports start to pick up the pieces. And so, so my, let me just play a little bit of devil's advocate then. If we, that's what so Derek's deep dive about. We're talking about having a competition that's comparable with the best regional competitions so yep. you know the, those other state league competitions if we if we don't get an AFL team and then the government follow through with their threats of pulling out funding yep. but still have this level of funding to promote footy within the state what if they gave it to the AFL TAS state league clubs now had a budget significantly higher that could attract the higher caliber of players to play, which would increase the competition within Tassie and make it a, a better level of football. I reckon that, that if we don't get an AFL side, then that's obviously what we what needs to happen. Yeah. Regrettably, it's not a short term fix. No, but no, that's no. That, well, like you even 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 if we're going to do proper TSL, we have to bring a Northwest Coast team. Back on uh, absolutely. So, to, getting that up and going from either an existing or a or a um, does it change? Does it change to a region north and south, and then a state state final again? I think you're diluting the the product then. In a, from my personal opinion, I just think it's a. I think that's what has to happen if we don't get an AFL side. What's that? That exactly what you said about yep. the a TSL strong TSL salary um, increase. And stuff. I'm just not sure whether we're going to have the the talent pool there to. Well, because you're saying we won't have the talent pool because juniors will potentially give up on footy because they don't see a direction. Well, that's a, that's that's what I would predict may happen when we get a drop in the medium of juniors, to the long term. But we look at you got your elite talent potentially leaving the state. Um, you look. That's at- That's a big move. That's a big move for a. You know, 16, 17, but they do it in other sports, don't they? Like, look at the swimmers, you know, Ariana Titmus left the state, went up to Queensland, tennis players. Riley Sanders has done it this year. Yep, yep. Over to Victoria, more competition. So. Interesting to see if he gets picked up or not um, with it, but yeah. It's obviously, and then you look at the administration component. You look at, are people prepared to volunteer their time for these local leagues? If Does it rip the heart and soul out of community football by not having that there. And people people almost start to take that mentality of, oh, I, I, I couldn't give a stuff anymore. It's like, well, yeah, we've, been, we've been, and we, we alluded to this last week about the AFL um, losing touch with its fan base. Do Tasmanians then just kick give the bucket up. and say, well, the AFL doesn't give a shit about us. So we can either stand tall together, which we don't have a team to to push for mm. so then you then you're looking at volunteers and kids growing up not seeing yeah i don't i don't 
uh, like, you know, we talk about it would be the demise of footy in the state. Uh, I don't think it would be like footy's never played here. No, I, um, I'm not suggesting that. I'm, I'm you know, it's still a, still a viewable product. Um, it's accessible all the time to watch. You know, kids will still want to play AFL footy, but I think the elite will definitely. But it's a very insular. It's, it's very insular looking. So it's all, it's we would only be noticed from within our own island. Mm. Like it's no that's one. That's right. No, no one, one could care. give us stuff. No, no, no. Externally, yeah, that's right. Um, which is not good for the product. No. You want to be. You want it. You want the leagues to be being talked about or um, bits and pieces. So that's all we're for. So I would hope that. There's been some workshopping and scenarios and what ifs about what happens um, if we don't get it. When are we? We're August uh, is the vote mm-hmm. by the president. Yeah, it's in a month, um, a month or so. I don't know. Well, we hope that we never get to this point. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a good deep dive, Foxy Derek. Um, it wasn't Derek? Stop giving him credit. Oh, Derek. Derek. It wasn't him. It pushes a couple of buttons and that's about it. C- comes up with Why it. on earth we've got the, the uh, deep dive named after him? Yeah. Dude, so, so, what, so in, what was the actual question? What, what does the Tasmanian football landscape look like if we don't right. so get what does it look, what does it look like for you? Give me a, oh. a short two-paragraph. What does it look like for you? Tumbleweed. All right. I'll tell you what I think it looks like. I think it looks like a state league but regional north and south competition, complete restructure of the other clubs and associations underneath it. But to form, hold on, I'm talking, to form your state league and then division ones, division twos, division threes, have a single club competition amongst it, you know, in the north and the south, and then promotion relegation. And that's how we get the strength within the associations. That's how I think it should look. I'm not sure that there's the aptitude or enthusiasm for that redevelopment if the if if the heart and drive is ripped out of us by a no decision for a for an AFL bid. I'm just not sure that there's that uptake of people going, you know what, stuff it, let's let's show them what we can do and stuff. Because of all, all this narrative around this is our last chance and stuff. So well Whilst it's uh, a bit defeatist to suggest that, I'm just not sure that there's that undercurrent of support from even kids these days. From a generational point of view, you see the very kids are flippant. They they want they want now. They want what's happening now. Mm. What, what do I what do I get now out of this stuff? As opposed to potentially working hard towards stuff. Mm. We'll have to wait and see, hey. Mm. Anyway. Thanks to Van Demon Brewing. Yeah. Song request? Oh, no song request. Ned uh, took up most of the time doing the intro and stuff, so we didn't get to it. Um, another email from Foxy. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, there we go. Last drinks, mate. What's on the What's on the car? Oh, you know what we missed. We don't have a time delay on no, this. No, we don't. Heaps of milestones this week. Ooh. I'm going to run through them really quickly. Oh, yeah. Rachel Archer, 100 games for Clarence. Well done. Scotty Blackwell, 150 games for East Albie Crows. Kick two, uh, kick two in their win against Sprayton on the weekend. Wade Simmons, 150 games for, for fourth. For who? Uh, fourth. And their win over Sheffield. Ben Hardy ran out for his 200th game for Penguin Footy Club on Saturday. Uh, just went down by seven. But the biggest one, Phil Pip Swain. Broke the game's record for South Burnie Footy Club on the weekend. Ran out for game 433 to break Johnny Potts' record of 432 in their victory over Wrigley on Saturday. So Phil's career began in 1997, the NTFL days, and a rare feat has not played anywhere else. Hang on. So, do you know what? 1997? Yep. So what is that? That's 25 years? Yep. How many games? 433. 433 divided by 25. 17 games a season. That's a good effort. Hey, uh, long sleeve. Do you know what he wears? Long sleeve 33. No. Long sleeve 35. Does he? Come on, like Captain Wicked. We're from South Bernie Hawks. Like, like Captain Wicked Pants. Um, <laughs> but he's got a silky left foot, unlike Captain Wicked Pants. Uh, loyal, consistent, ultimate team man. He's 12-time premiership player. 
and awarded the you Barry wanna, Walker Medal for best on ground in a three-way tie you in 2009. Hope, you want to hope you played in a few premierships after 400 odd games. You would. Uh, well done to well Pip, done to all the miles, but well done to everyone. Get out. What under you, Wilders? That moustache is looking pretty thick. <laughs> As I said, I've got a beer event in Melbourne in a couple of weeks. Uh, I, need to look, I need to look genuine. I might start growing. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, make sure you get out and see local football this weekend. Go on to, give us a canteen report too. Good one from Gilly. Canteen uh, report. Yeah. Savaloy, $3 Savaloy. Still on the lookout for $2.50 Savaloys. And if you've got anything, hit us up at the socials at Way Out Wing. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Let what us know if you want we? Ned in the hot seat next week nah, instead of Worm. God, I so I do. Enjoy your week. Bye-bye. Adios, amigos. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.